Good morning, good morning. Such a good life. Such positivity. Such good everything. Every good word. Advancement is good. Development is good. Spirituality is good. Maturing is good. Flourishing is good. Using our faith is good. Giving of thanks is good. Having a heart to praise is good. It is so good. We are in a generation that that is our daily confession. God, you are good. Thank you, God, for your goodness. Thank you, God, for your righteousness. Thank you, God, for your presence. Hallelujah. Your divine presence in this divine season for your divine power, for your divine glory, and your divine, your divine honor. We thank you, Father, for being so intentional. We thank you, Father, for being who you are. We need you. We feed off of you. We breathe you. We thirst for you. In a dry land where there's no water. Hallelujah. You prepare a ram in a bush by preparing a table before us. The ram in the bush is a table prepared before us in the presence of our enemy. Because in order for us to receive that ram at that right opportune time, that means the enemy trying to seize the opportunity to devour us. But here you are, full of wonders, full of wonders, not mysteries, because you reveal and you expose who you are by letting us know that you are who you say you are. And we thank you so much for that. My words are leaving me in your presence because there's no words. There are any words to express. It's just right now, heart to heart, heart to heart, boom-boom to boom-boom, boom-boom to boom-boom. Faith to God. Faith to creator. Faith to provider. Faith to friend. Faith to glory. Faith to honor. Faith to praise, which is all of my faith unto you. Ba-boom, ba-boom, ba-boom. Hallelujah. When it comes to seed, time, and harvest, and when it also comes to it's my time and it's my season, when we use those very powerful, important words that are very necessary for our walk, our purpose, our anointing to be revealed, to be revealed, to be exposed. And the thing about it is, guys, is that God is showing us during this time, during this season, how to determine what's happening during this time while you are currently in this season. Knowing what to say, knowing what to look forward to, knowing what's to be manifested. And you have to know by spending time with Him What season are you really in? You may think you are in a season to receive a business, but you're actually in a season to come away with God, to be prepared, to have that business, to prosper. See, God has to teach us everything we need to know as to why we're here. As a child of His. Key word, His. It has to be His way of doing things. He had to acknowledge himself and then through us back at himself. See my faith that I release back at me. To see my gift of discernment in you back at me. And it all comes from a spiritual hunger. You are hungry, you are available for more of heaven's realities. Having a heaven mentality. But I know I have the helmet of salvation. And that can only be known 
due to me renewing my mind. We can walk around with a helmet all day long and not renew our mind. Our gear, due to our armor, it protects us. But we are the ones that to be protected. It protects us. But we are the valuable ones, not the armor. It goes along with what you are called to do as a child of God. The helmet is no value to you without you renewing your mind. The sword is no value, has no value to you due to a level of awareness, even knowing about a sword, period. If you do not walk in the spirit. The breastplate has no value to you. You're just walking around with armor that you don't even know how valuable it really is to you. That means that Satan can't come in unless he's invited. We can't make assumptions and stamp it by saying words like, Well, God said, God said, now he's listening, what did I say? And you would give me desires of my heart. So it's a time for my desires to come to pass now. So today is my season. Today is my time. And when it doesn't show up today, you're going to feel some kind of way. And when we say words to people specifically regarding times and season, and it doesn't show up, it causes them to walk away because they don't believe They don't believe. You said today will be my day for breakthrough. I don't see. In fact, I see chaos. See, it was their time to come up higher. To be able to become spiritually educated. To know that you have the ability to declare and decree a thing. So shall it be established. You also have the ability to see beforehand. To know that it's also established. You have the ability. And it's so wise to know the ability. To know that you have. Before you have. See we want to have. But not looking at what we already have. Live from the outcome. He is our omega to our alpha. And that's how I'm living in this season. The end to the beginning. You are our alpha and omega. And you are also our omega to our alpha Our end to our beginning And the reason why we see beforehand Is not just to see beforehand It's to know I'm not moved by what I naturally see Because my spiritual sight overrules every part of me Because I just saw something that I naturally cannot But it do exist because I saw I saw what he said So it gotta be him So it increases my faith in him If I can see this and believe that to be my reality Then what else do you have to show me my lord Now you're becoming more open As you become more available But living from heaven's reality What is heaven's reality What you cannot physically see, hear or understand Which makes no natural sense Which is contrary to where you're from But you must live from that place Of knowing that I am from that place And this place is where I am from I am from the kingdom So what is it like in the kingdom? What is the kingdom's mentality? What is kingdom's reality? What is the reality of a supernatural being in the earth? What does that actually look like? And that cannot be seen without being demonstrated And it cannot be demonstrated without first being seen Power is God. Strength is God. Patience is what He given unto us. And it has to be worked. We cannot be upset or anxious throughout the patience while we receive it more patience. Because faith worketh patience. So if you're in an area where you have to be patient, that means you are exercising your faith And you are in a good place Because you cannot have faith in man You can only have faith in God You cannot have faith in the world's realities It can only come from heaven's reality Because it's something that you cannot see 
but you see the evidence due to you receiving your results. All because of what you believe in. See how powerful it is to believe? When we come alongside with God, we begin to see what he's actually saying. And it makes perfect sense to the natural man, even to our spiritual man who was once immature, but now becoming more mature due to the development and the advancement that wait, it makes sense to actually be persecuted. It makes sense to actually wait on you. I'm not waiting because you say not yet. I'm waiting because I need to come up higher in you in order to do what I'm waiting to receive. I can't go out and possess without having any boldness. So I have to become, you know, more available to receive who I really am. As an ambassador who is bold to go back to the places that you have brought me out of to gain those back to you. You have to yield to God's plan without assuming God's plan by assuming what season and time you're in. God, I'm in your presence. All I want is you. When we lower ourselves, Father, you, Father, you, Father, you, your, your focus, my focus can only be on one thing at a time. Even though we think so much outside the box, but it can only be focused on one thing at one time. So if I keep saying, Father, you, Father, you, you, that make my thoughts are not on me. My focus is not on me. So now I'm open to receive what he has to say to me because I'm looking at him. But when I say, Father, can I, me, it's my season, my time, my breakthrough, my, 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 my. And guess what? It is yours. But it's not only according to you. Christ afforded it for you. It's according to his grace that has risen upon you. And we gain, and we gain in his divine presence. Divine is very powerful in this season. I'm putting divine with everything. Divine morning. <laughs> divine food. I hope y'all tell you. Spiritual food. Spiritual food. When we are supping at the master's table, he's not going to prepare a table for you without putting nothing on the table. And what is he doing while he's supping with you? Showing you more of him, which is showing you more of you and showing me more of me. And we get disappointed every time. It's like our faith begins to fall. We begin to lose hope. You ain't no real prophet. You ain't no real person that's being called by God. You ain't no real apostle. Because you said something, I don't even see it. Does it mean that it wasn't the season for it? Because you may not be ready for, to receive the season you're in. Due to a lack of knowledge. That's why it's so important to remain in God's presence. Because in his presence is the fullness of everything. And that's why he said the fullness of joy. Because you got to have everything in order to even have joy. You must know that you have everything in order to have joy. And you must know due to discernment that God is the everything in order to have joy. And not you or the possessions. Those are limit things. Things with limits. Possessions have limits. Because when that is gone, you're going to need another possession. Hallelujah. You got to come up higher in the possessions. But with God, he is the highest. So he is the everything that we are actually looking for. We think that we need this, need that. No, it's him. This is how God wants us to live. So humble before him. And being led by him. And trusting him with all our heart. Not only to our own understanding. That as we walk and take steps of faith. Things that God knows what it's time for. What we are in the season for. Fall right in place. Fall right in place. But for those who have the giftings. To see beforehand. You'll be able to give a word. At the right opportune time And God will also show you How to release that word It may not be as sharp 
as it need to be because it depends on what level the person is on. God would not give any of us solid food if he need to baby step us to receive the milk. Hallelujah. That's why he used the phrase, feed my sheep. A shepherd attends to the sheep. Sheep are very open, very vulnerable. Sheep doesn't have pride. It takes a lot to get under, you know, underneath a sheep's skin. And I mean emotionally. And we are that. He considers us to be his sheep. We are his precious ones. We are his valuable ones. We are the ones he attends to. And he wants us to only attend to him. Because he only attends to us. There's no other human reality outside of us. And man try to dress it up all the time. By putting words like the universe. The universe says, the universe does, mother nature this. They even named the planets after false gods. A lot of these nations and cities and countries are named after false gods. And God is not moved by that. Because he know only him, himself, is to be revealed. No other false anything has life. It's only found in him. God don't have to prove himself right. The enemy already been proven wrong. That is our reality. We cannot go back and forth, back and forth. That's double-minded. Okay, earth's realities. Okay, it is. Okay, I go from what I see naturally. Okay, what I see spiritually. No, it's what we see spiritually. Using our faith. Receiving what we believe. And that what we have. Because we agree with God on what he said. It has to be from heaven to earth. It has to be supernatural to the natural. It has to be the unseen in order to be seen. Period. It cannot go from seen to unseen. It wouldn't even make sense. And that's why many things about God doesn't make natural sense. It's never created to. So we have to know who we are as an individual. And it has to only be in his presence. It can only be revealed and exposed in his presence. I had a beautiful sister in Christ. Who messaged me this morning out of nowhere. And she said, when you go forth. You and I remind me of Peter and Paul. And I don't mean the beginning of Peter and Paul. She was referring. And I was also agreeing. I mean the outcome of Peter and Paul. You are Paul and I am Peter we must stick together we must stick together because the devil is trying to rob us and that beautiful sister name is evangelist Keisha Freeland who God has drawn her to my life since 2007 And she always just stirred and stirred and looked at me. You are an example of God. You don't even know how powerful you actually are, do you? You just being, because you're so used to being who you are. But do you know what you are actually demonstrating as a being? You are very powerful, my sister. And she always was so drawn to me, but she always respect my space. And Satan tried it when I came back in the body. He tried it. He tried to cause division. And I thank God for this time we are in. The hunger we have. 
Because out of nowhere, this morning at five in the morning, which we used to message, whenever she want to write now word, got you. Many of the times she didn't have to come. God will already send me. And it'd be likewise back unto me in return. And this morning she said, Quenisha, the shift has already taken place in your life. It don't matter who God choose to use, how he choose to use them, you receive that confirmation. God may use that same person who's persecuting you, thinking that they're hurting you by being sarcastic the whole time, not even knowing that God is using them to prosper you. That's like the enemy telling me to do something to hurt you and not go and do it. But that same thing prospers you. And it's called preparing a table before us in the presence of our enemies. We have to know our neighbors are not our enemies. Satan is. The demons are. And the demons that are under him, he's trying to be like God so much that the archangels were once him, Gabriel, Michael, and Raphael. And he knows that he was the archangel. They got kicked out of the kingdom. So he created his own quote-unquote archdemons, which are Beelzebub, Leviathan, and Asmodeus. And most people say Asmodeus. No, Asmodeus. I know your name. He even trembled at the sound of his own name. His own name sound defeat. Defeated. In defeat. He only want to confess his own name. Let alone we as children of God confess. They tremble more. Don't say that name. And so imagine when we say Jesus. No, not that name. The shift has already taken place, my sister. Speaking tongues of fire unto you. Keep me in prayer as I keep you in prayer for what God is having us to do. We have many mission trips to take, but it's unto the glory of God. I cannot and I will not attach myself to anything or anyone God would not have me to attach to. I am that humble. But I did receive that fresh word from God because that was confirmation because the shift has already taken place. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I thank God. People don't have to like you, but God will still use them same people <laughs> to bless you. I'm trying to tell you. So don't be focused on what, what, when, how, who. I'm trying to tell you, God. Hallelujah. Know what season that you in. And how you know that? Due to your discernment. What is God leading you to do? That's the season you're in. That's what's time for you to do. And as you're doing that, God is adding. Like a lot of us want spouses. And it's okay. Yeah. God said to me, I never created anyone not to have one. For those who choose not to have one, that's their decision. I dealt to every man the measure of faith. <laughs> there are people who sacrifice their body and don't want to be touched. Because they feel as though that's a sacrifice, the highest sacrifice they can give unto God. Is their temple, but not knowing that God has given already the ultimate sacrifice. He already given his son body. He don't need yours. <laughs> Be fruitful and multiply. Replenish the earth. Don't allow the enemy to rob you to cut off your bloodline. Cut off your legacy. 
as a descendant from Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To discern. So is that important in this season to discern? We must discern. We must discern. We must discern and come up higher in a level of discernment. God know when to add. He know who to add and what to add and when to add. Because of the season that you're in. Some of us cannot receive a spouse right now. Because of the season that you're in. Because you may focus more on them. Than determine the season you are in. To fulfill the purpose to ask them why you're in that season. You done took that reason off the purpose. And put it on the person. So you're not spiritually mature to have anybody right now. You cannot want a spouse just to have kids. Just to say you in love. Just to say you have. No, you have a spouse. What do you say at the altar before God? I do. You have to do unto your spouse. As your spouse do unto you. Because of the season and time that you are both in. I do go forth. I do be bold. I do be used. I do walk by faith and not by sight. I do choose God. I do go out to bring back. I do praise. I do work in my faith by being patient. I do respect you. I do love you. I do honor you. Because I said I do unto God first by saying yes, Lord. So I'm just releasing unto you what I first release unto God. And that's how God teaches us to prepare us. Because he first show us who he is. Because he's the one who first loved us. And when you receive that love first hand. Then you're able to release second hand. To the person who God has for you. Marriage is not about image. It's about the image of God and not self-image, I mean. Self-made image. A lot of times we paint our own pictures and we're discontinuing our vision. And God is putting an end to that much more. People say sometimes one apple spoiled for the whole bunch. But if something keeps happening too many times, God going to come up higher and be more, you know, stern in that area. At one season, people just getting married. That's the right. Go, 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 go. What's happening? He don't set us up to fall. He set our own selves up by being drawn away in our own lust. By being drawn away in our own lust. See, lust benefits us nothing. Love does. God don't want any of us to think that he don't want to do anything. He just want you to know. Even though he is our everything. But you have to let him become that. And he, when he becomes your everything. You begin to be more aware. What's happening around you. Well you don't have to have to go out or need a word. For someone to say. For you to know what's going on. Around you. Or in and through you. Father, what's happening? I'm confused. God don't desire any of us to be free to be confused. There's no freedom in confusion. We can't go out and say, it's time for you to get married. And if it's not a season for that. And when they not know what a spouse is and not married, they like, you know, you're a phony. You're a fake. And they disqualify you by denying you. When they supposed to value you. So you burst, you both, excuse me, you both are worse off than where you were before. And that's all God trying to save us from being worse off than where we are. God will stop if we put our hands on to make a start that can never be started. It's going to make a turn outside of his direction into another direction. And it's going to go down 
It can't go up. Because his ways prosper. His ways increase. His ways advance. Glory upon glory. Not glory under glory. Glory upon glory. That's a difference. Hallelujah. Our words in this season are becoming more sharp. Because we are receiving the advancements. Due to the adjustments. And the adjustments come from our spiritual development. And our spiritual development come from us wanting to be mature. And us wanting to be mature come from a spiritual hunger. In order to have a spiritual hunger, you have to want to put the childish ways behind. All of them. Period. Let me tell you what season I am in. Due to me humbling myself, laying my life down. But what's happening? I'm in a season of isolation. Being prepared to not be afraid to go forth where God sent me. That's so divinely seeming to be impossible. He's preparing me to know it's possible. To look at impossibilities and step over it with God's possibilities. Walking in doors. That no one has ever walked in in such a way as Moses did. But we are the new covenant, so we can't say what Moses said. But God will be released how Moses did with miracle signs and wonders following us. Now, it may not be the same miracles because it don't have to be the same miracles. There are no people to let go. We are already free. Hallelujah. God showed me Esther. He said, you have a lot of Esther in you as a woman. And that's why I refer to Esther because you are a woman. My daughter, Quenisha. The boldness she has. The passion she has. She had to lay herself down to do something very uncomfortable, unusual, very bold, that seemed to be impossible. Risked her life for the children of God. And that's what you do every day you step out of your bedroom. Even while you're in your bedroom. Because your words still have power. You are not afraid. You are not ashamed. You are bold. You have the personality as Esther, but not the testimony of Esther. Because you guys do not have to live that way anymore, save God. I have freed you indeed. Indeed, you are free, my child. And I speak to you, every single one of you individually, my child, as my children, save God. I'm in a season of get all the old away. For God is now pouring in the new. How I know because I'm sitting at the table. Because he showed me a table prepared before me. I see the plate. I see the utensils. Even though I have a great sense of humor regarding it. But it's a time to be laughing. It's a time to be serious. And days ago I said yeah. Put that food on that plate. But father. You know what I mean spiritually. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My stomach is growling. Oh, God. Excuse that, guys. Because I heard that. And it was doing a pause of the music. Oh, God. Seriously. Natural food is meaning less and less and less to me. Even though I enjoy it. We are supposed to. But spiritual food It's becoming more valuable and more viable unto me. Because it's a necessity to me. It's beneficial unto me. It's so wanted, so needed unto me. It's a desperation that I have to have to fulfill unto me. God is opening up our spirit, man, by opening up our hearts. 
everybody must be expressive. No one created from God to hold your expressions in. If you are, you're in a season of getting all of that out. Hallelujah. And as God pour in, and as I continue to pour out, then he does the adding. He knows when it's time to add my mate. And that's how you know when your mate is right at hand. When God, he always revealed to us our purpose and what he called us to do, which is bigger, you know, bigger than us. You know that. You're aware of that because he said that. Now when you begin to walk in it and you see yourself walking in the impossibilities, then your help is being added. When you see that the impossibilities right here before you, as you prepare to walk in, he's going to add them to you because you need that help because two is better than one to fulfill. Trying to tell you. In the Bible, people misinterpret a lot of things. For an example, when it says that some people will leave this earth and some people have left the earth and lived the earth as a virgin or as a born again virgin, they gave their bodies unto God. And it also states due to their choice, it was their choice. It was their choice. And it also states that God will call some of us or have some of us, let me say half, not call, thank you Lord, have some of us to be in the same place when it comes to, you know, being single. Because somehow you just took that long for him to come back and say something. And some of us went home without him saying anything about it, without you possessing it, but it still belonged to you. And that's a fact that's documented in the Bible. Some people went home like that. Because you stopped hearing God right where you were. And you never went back to that place to hear him ever again. Christ did not have to tell Nathaniel that I saw you under that fig tree. But he knew that that demonstration would bring Nathaniel with him. It converted him. Because he went from saying, can anything, can anyone good, he was beginning to deny the truth as a man of God. Can anything, anything good come out of Nazareth? And he said it right there in his presence. Christ heard him. He heard him. And he wanted him to know, I heard you. Oh, hmm. An Israelite. A man where there is no deceit. I mean, there's no lie in you. So don't start lying now. It is I. Because you were just under a fig tree. Am I wrong, Nathaniel? You are the Messiah. Because no one knows that. This is how you know when it's God. Flesh and blood did not reveal that unto you. Like when that beautiful sister in Christ of mine, out of nowhere, due to the devil trying to call division, messaged me with a right now word. A right now word. You are who you say you are. Christ, you are the Messiah. You are. God will show you in any way, shape, or form that he got you. He got you. You just not try to have you. And sometimes it can be so overwhelming, so great due to the persecution because the outcome is that great so greater the outcome greater the persecution but that's greater the praise because you know what you're looking forward to and sometimes it puts you in a place you don't want no earthly food you don't want to do nothing you don't want to talk to anybody you don't want to be around nobody you just want to sit before God because it's that great and we sometimes say troublesome no it's not trouble the trouble on every side God will not draw us into trouble in order to bless us that means they're saying God would tempt us of evil. And he said he do not. We only tempt ourselves if we join away in our own lust. So for me to be joining my own lust to say that it's troublesome, 
when it's actually, you know, a, a praise moment, excitement. I was drawn away to think that way by thinking earth's realities regarding it. And that is being drawn away in lust. Thinking another way instead of his. Hallelujah. And then Daniel followed ever since then. Hallelujah. God will send you confirmation. You don't have to look for confirmation. It comes to you. You don't have to look for angels. They are dispatched unto you. You don't have to look for prosperity. That attaches to you. That is to be added. These things we're looking for, they'll be added. But God want to get your attention. It can only be added once you seek me first. Stop seeking me to give you something. And give it to you so fast. I don't rush. So you can come back to me, crying out to me, getting mad at me, turning away from me, denying me, misrepresenting me, by misunderstanding me, because you wanted something so fast. No, it's what I say. I'm not moved by your tantrums. I'm not moved by your tears. I'm not moved by your whatever. However, I'm moved by my word. And if you know who you are, you know I put my word above myself. And you are my living word. God said to me, Quinesha. And he said unto you, suddenly, Suddenly fall upon us. Being so yielded to not even care what time it would it actually be for it to be the season for what I'm, you know, expecting from God to do. Because of the desire I have wanting to come to pass. But you must know you cannot just want one desire to come to pass or have one desire to supersede them all. They all should be on one accord because they all benefit you to bless all of them to bring back to him. And he's using you to do so. So they all coincide on one accord. You need them all at the same time and not one other than the other. And they all come upon us suddenly. And God will use that one desire to open up the doors for the others. To come to pass. And that is a life of abundance. That is a life of the fullness thereof. That marriage will open the door for everything else. Financial breakthroughs. and I'm trying to tell you. You name it. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Whatever he's spoken to you. And guess what? Keep God talking. Because God can also speak new revelations as to new things. He's always doing something new. And I gravitated that at the age of five. Oh. So everything you say is a truth? It's not a lie. Oh, then you got to talk. I must be quiet. See, I'm thinking that young. Be quiet. Shut up. Zipping it. So he can talk. And when I begin to hear him talk, then we begin to communicate. Because he don't just always do the talking. He also want to get feedback. And a lot of times he want feedback verbally. And he want feedback, you know, just through demonstration. And how we demonstrate the feedback? By using our faith. By demonstrating what we believe in. If God say he loves me. And I demonstrate that by loving those who are around me. I'm releasing that back unto him. So that means that I'm listening to him. So when you are being persecuted. He's just showing you by working with your patience. What are you gaining from his presence? What are you gaining? That's the working of patience. Gaining. It's so amazing you wait the game. And while you're waiting, you're gaining. And you gain to wait. I'm trying to tell you. Everything goes hand in hand. You wait the game and you gain to wait. The more you gain, the more patient you must become. Because the more people come, the more resources come. You understand? The more patient you have to become with everything. You got to be patient with your vehicles. You went from one vehicle to vehicles and different forms of vehicles. Now you got a plane. <laughs> now you got a boat. You got to be patient with it. Can't be rushing doing everything. Can't get upset. You got to take care of it. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. I did not want to put stop talking to you because I feel as though I stopped a lot 
pausing a lot? Yo, please excuse me for that. Let me get something to drink, please. Hallelujah. Someone could call you with some news like they're not being as faithful as they usually do when it comes to doing things in ministry unto you. They could renege at the last minute. And you feel like you got to take matters in your own hand. And you went from being, you know, feeling good, but not feeling so good. But you still stir yourself up to stay and remain in that good place. And it's normal. It happens. I start with myself. And here come God when you give it over to him on your behalf. On your behalf. Hallelujah. God can do whatever he wants when he wants. Hallelujah. You know the season you're in because what God having you to do. You know what time it is. And time doesn't mean a clock. It means the manifestations are manifesting fully. You're seeing what you're believing. And the angel's saying to me words like, get ready or hold on or very soon. That means that it's not yet, but it is happening, and it's happening very soon. When they say words like, see, it's a difference between saying, I mean, it's a difference between saying words like, you're very close, and now. You understand? Or go get. Go grab. Reach. From. You understand? Very close. Almost be still, steadfast. That means it's happening, it's happening, but you can't say when. Whenever we say when, God proves us wrong because it's only when He says when. If you want to see something, don't say when. Don't you dare get in front of social media and say, I'm getting married or I'm getting a business this year. This year. Because most of the times our declarations when it comes to time is about us. And he's trying to get our mind and our attention off of us. Yes, my time for what? It's my time for you. To release God unto you. And the more I talk about you, the more I love you, the more I lift you up, then here he goes on my behalf of the things that are regarding me. But I can't do for me. Only he can do for me. So we need to start trying to do for ourselves. Let him do it. Keep him in the way. So he can continue to have his way. God told me, he said, wait, Quenisha. Because I'm ready to go out my bedroom. But the thing is, I was ready to go out the way I was before. God said, "Mm -mm 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 mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Nope. You're not ever going out that way again. You have came up higher. And marriage, a spouse, is not the only help God was sending away. Your family might come out of the woodworks. And God baby step, who I need to be baby stepped. My family is huge. And many of them all across the entire planet. They living in all kinds of, you know, I'm about to say planets, oh God. All kinds of continents. All over the, you know, the United States. We know when to come together, but we're not that close. We don't go to each other everyday functions, graduations and things like that. But when it comes to like reunions and, you know, homegoing services, many don't even show up at weddings. And that's why God had me to go live. He only had me to testify this because it's necessary. It don't just apply to me because somebody else can relate to this, need to hear this. Because two is better than one. You're created to be connected to another soul. But it's only if you want it. He's not going to force it upon you. And if you don't want all that he has for you, then you won't ever experience the encounter of receiving the fulfillment. You won't even know what it's like to encounter fulfillment. If you say you don't want. No father, have your way. And Christ provide answers, be it unto me, 
Oh, Father, let this cup pass over, you know, pass over me. But nevertheless, hallelujah. And God had me to do it live. That's what most of my family will be on live. And that's how much God so love. Because God could have been a God like, if you don't come, you don't be there. That's on you. This is my covenant. It don't matter them two just there. It's my covenant. And God had to get me out my feelings regarding that. Let it go live. It's all good. Know the purpose as to coming together. It's not about you. It's not about a ceremony. No, the, you know, the purpose of the ceremony. See the, the value of it. The necessity. That's another powerful word in this season. The necessity. Necessity. God. A ceremony is necessary for what God is calling you to do. God. But it doesn't matter. The necessity is not in quantity. We so focus on quantity. And it's because it's a discontinued value. Do you know that value has volume? Quality has value? In my family, we are just not that close. When we see each other, we be like, hey, I miss you. Oh my gosh. Nobody say, where you been? How come? I thank God those things are behind. When he say restore, restore. But some people are just set in their ways. Just because you know how to love and you know how to be affectionate and be expressive, they may not. They may be still stuck in 2003. Everybody must receive the healing. Everybody must want to receive the healing. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Want it. You must want to be saved. You must want it. You must want to be filled with the Holy Ghost. You must want it. Want it. Hallelujah. See, God is calling me to do a lot of more things now. Read some more word now. In ministry now. So he's showing me. Expect the suddenlies. Because you don't know when the day. Nor the time. But because of discernment, you know you are in a season of time. To go forth and not add that other unto you. Expect the suddenly. But have an open heart unexpectedly for the unexpected. But expecting. Hallelujah. Not expecting the way we expect it. We think if somebody were to show up and knock on our door or go this way or do this and do that, that's putting a limit onto what God wants to do. And limit things, limit thoughts, excuse me, limit thoughts and limit, limit, you know, having a limited emotion regarding it. It robs us because God stops. That's how we rob ourselves. By having God to stop what he was doing. Hallelujah. I thank God so much for this word. Greater is he in us than he was in the world. I love you.